up, everybody? It is February 20th, 2019. 2202019. So we have... Oh, man. By the time next year rolls around, we can have February 20th, 2020. We'll have so many twos and zeros. It'll almost be like the world of information, except instead of one and zeros, it's two and zeros. I'm just rambling. I'm just thinking too many numbers, because I like numbers. I've always loved math. Guys, my name is Deanie, the host of the Deanie Truths Podcast. How's everybody doing today? I don't know what time of day it is for you, but thank you for listening. It's been a very, very honorable thing for you guys to be coming and listening, listening, I should say listening, listening every single time, because I do this every day. I don't take breaks with podcasting. I know there are people out there that podcast either once a week or they do it twice a week. I'm the guy that does it every day. I don't stop. And I still thank you for watching. Even though if it may take you a while, you're still listening to a lot of my stuff. And I, I can't thank you enough. So today, it's going to be my third strength. My third commandment, basically. I have the ten Dini commandments. And this one's the third one. This one is something that has definitely made me stronger. I didn't have to rely on other people to think for me. I decided that I was going to think for myself, which is what this third commandment is, this third strength is, the ability to be able to think for myself and not have anybody else do it for me. Now, as somebody that grew up with insecurities as a kid, I always had to have other people think for me because I had no idea what I wanted. I had no idea what my decision-making... I had no idea what decision-making was. I wasn't very good at it. So my folks had to think for me a lot of times. But as I got older, it got easier. And when I say older, it took me until I was about in college before I started actually starting to think for myself. And it felt great the first time I made the decision and I didn't have to rely on other people to make it for me. It... Definitely was a challenge, though, for the 18 years, because being a child, growing up with it, it took me just a little bit each time. It was a very, very slow process. But as time went on, I realized that, oh, hey, I can when I do that, I, I'm, I'm a lot happier that way because I'm listening to myself. I'm listening to what my mind is telling me and my body is telling me that this is what I need to do in order for myself to be healthy. And it worked. It absolutely worked. And it got better as by the time I started working and I started getting into the news business and then I realized that this business wasn't for me, I had to really listen to myself. I had to think for myself and say, I can't do this anymore. I have to leave. If I want to get healthier, if I don't want to go down a, a, a downward spiral, then I have to be able to make my own decisions with this. And I can't just be relying on this for the sole purpose of security because it wasn't going to be helping me. What's more important, your personal health or everything else around you? And I made that decision. And also, as I've been deciding to be going on this self-love quest, I went back to the old thinking. I was like, okay, what are other people? What's other people going to say, like, what are other people going to tell me to do in order for myself to get better? Because I've always been reliant on hearing other people's opinions about the, what they wanted 
what was the best option for me. And the, the, the weakness was I was not, I was listening to them, but they don't know, but they don't know what my mind is telling me, what my body is telling me. They don't know that they're not in, they're not, they don't know they're, they're not seeing it through my eyes. And that was always difficult because they may give me, they were giving me some advice, you know, try to being helpful, but they just didn't know because I never told them. Because I was always afraid that if I said too much, that they would use it against me. That was something that I completely changed just a few weeks ago. And as I've decided now over the course of this process that I listen to myself a lot more and I make my own decisions based on what I'm thinking. And a lot of times, and I mentioned this before in the first strength episode when I was talking about how I face my problems head on. One of the things that I do is I search deep down within my head and I find the better version of myself. There's always a better version of everybody. And I really, really dug deep and I found that better version of myself. I've been beginning to hear this voice and it calls me by a certain name that's separate from Dini. You know, Dini has always been the better version of me and there's a, there's a, there's just my real name. I don't, my real name is Joe, but it calls me by that. And it tells me, it's, it, it, it tells me exactly like what I'm, what I'm really, really thinking. And everything, but the brain is deflecting those, those deep and truthful thoughts because it's supposed to be, the brain is a very protective organ in the body. The ego is supposed to protect you from things that you're not comfortable with. It's what keeps us a lot from doing the things that we want to do because it's a defense mechanism. It's also something that the brain tells the body, especially when you're working out. The body tells you when the, basically when you're trying to reach pain tolerance, what the body is trying to do is protect you. When in reality, what is really happening is it's, it's making you, it's preventing you from going even further. So for example, I learned this from John Cena. John Cena actually stretches when he works out. And one of the things that he said was, uh, I was watching a, wor- a, a workout video that he was doing with another WWE wrestler, and he said, it's okay to stretch past pain tolerance because you're not going to get hurt. It's just the body protecting you from the pain. So it's a defense mechanism, but y- you can actually push yourself and not get hurt stretching. So when I actually did that, it worked, and I feel great because of it. And I'll talk about my my little uh, updates with my training in a second, but let me finish this. And because I was having those deep thoughts, I wasn't listening. The, the defense mechanism is sort of not as prominent anymore. My brain is now getting comfortable being uncomfortable. It's not protecting itself as much anymore. I mean, it tries to every now and then, but not as much because I am now thinking for myself and I'm not allowing I'm not allowing anything to stop me. I'm not allowing my brain the the, the ego to get in my way. I'm not allowing anybody else's ego to get in my way. I'm now doing this for me. And I think because this is what I have to do to get myself better. And when the better version of myself is telling me that I'm doing great, that I've been very accomplished, then it's like keep focused, stay what you're going to be, stay consistent with what you're doing, and don't stop. 
because you're doing great and you're only going to get better. And the only thing that's going to stop you is yourself because your ego is telling you to stop because it's trying to protect you from irrational fears. That's what the body is intended to do, but you already knew that because the scientist told you this. You just kept it in the back of your head, but I know this for you. You can push yourself past it, and you know that you're not going to hurt yourself because you know the right way to push yourself without getting hurt. And it was like, yeah, that's absolutely true. I do know that. I know that. That's You're absolutely right. So the better version of myself has been telling me this as I'm dig as I dig deep down every night when I close my eyes and I meditate that's when I start having these conversations with myself and it it really it's been really helping me it's gotten rid of my anxiety um it's gotten rid of my overthinking it's gotten rid of my as I have a tendency to go to the bathroom a lot uh because I'm just like so so anxious and I'm so not relaxed that it's constantly producing it's constantly producing urine. So I'm constantly having to go to the bathroom because I'm so pressured. But nowadays, like I'm sleeping better. I'm, and I've only been doing this for about five days now. It's not even been a week yet. And I'm feeling amazing already. And I don't have, and the urges are gone now all because I don't have really find the urge to eat pizza and pasta as much. I mean, I had pasta yesterday, but I only had a small portion, and I just filled it up the rest of my plate with meatballs because the protein is more important, and I'm sticking to fruits and veggies, and I'm not focusing so much on the, the big heavy carbs. But I made those decisions. Nobody else made those decisions for me. I mean, they've been trying... I mean. It is true that there are people that have been giving me the right advice, but I just been not accepting it because the the ego and the defense mechanism got in the way of it. But I finally made the decision to ignore my ego and just get rid of it and move forward with it. And I made that decision. Nobody else did it for me. So that's my whole point. My strength is to be able to be brave enough to make the tough decisions, to be able to think logically and rationally about the right decisions to do and then do them. And then I'm seeing the results. I'm seeing the risk that I'm taking from ignoring my ego. I'm seeing the risk I'm taking when I'm not listening to the people around me. Not to say that I'm going to ignore every single thing they say. I'm not going to do that because some of the advice they give is actually true and factual 100%. And I need to take that into account when that happens. But if it's somebody that's just smearing or if it's somebody that has half-truths, I'm not going to listen because it's not 100%. But it's important. It's very, very important. And that's what makes me the person that I am becoming today. And I'll talk about this in one of my other strengths because I'm not the same person that I was yesterday. I try to keep improving every single day because... I like to bring magic to people's lives, but not only that, I also like to share my experiences, and then maybe somebody out there is going to listen to this and be inspired to actually go try this out themselves. I try not to do it in advice form because a lot of times people just don't want to take the advice because they think you're being too overbearing or they think you're being too that you're probably not understanding exactly what they're going through, and it's true. I don't know what everybody goes through. So that's why I share my experiences and that I don't really give advice, but I'm saying, try it. The only thing I really say is, 
you know, try it out, see what happens. And if it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. Maybe you need to do something else. I mean, we're all different. We're all chemically, we're all biologically different. Some of us are more biologically gifted than others. Some of us are more intellectually gifted than others. Some of us have better genes. I mean, it's all, it's all biology. It's all science. And some are just more gifted than others, and they have a tendency to be more successful because of it. But for some of us, we have to work a lot harder to get to those points. And it, it always takes that into account. So I don't really like to consider myself a self-help guru or a guru at all or a life guru at all. I'm not trying to be that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to share myself with the world because one of the things that I decided to think for, and this is another, and this is another thing that goes into thinking for myself and not anybody else. I decided to do this show. Nobody else decided to do this for me. Nobody ever said, hey, maybe you should start podcasting about your life. Maybe that will actually help you out. Maybe that will get you the self, the, 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 maybe that will give you the, the help that you need. No, I decided that I needed to do this because I was floundering and I thought, well, I'm not really speaking my mind all that much. I'm not being honest. I'm not sharing and I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not, I'm just drowning myself in my own head. I can't do this anymore. You know, I have to, it was just a shock to my system, and I said, I need to at least get myself out there, and if I need to get emotional, I'll get emotional. Like, there are, there are moments when I have a really great workout, and I start crying, because the I found out that the reason why bodybuilders cry, like, after a workout is because the endorphins that they're getting from their workout is, like, so much that it's, re, it's, it's, it's a release of your system, and it's getting rid of all the toxins inside your body, so... I found out that's why a lot of bodybuilders cry because I remember one time I was in a gym and there was this one guy, he was really ripped and he looked great. And I remember he when he was done with his workout, he was crying over in the corner. I'm like, what's wrong? Is everything okay? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, he just needs to get everything out of his system. And like, I didn't really understand. I thought like, I thought he was depressed or something. It's like, no, it's a, it's a natural thing that happens. And I didn't really know that. It's, it's, it's amazing. Just, uh, it's just amazing what, happens when you think for yourself like that because you practically you see all the benefits and crying has really helped because it it releases all the toxins from my body I made the decision to change my workout nobody else did I mean somebody okay here's one somebody told me to do this type of workout and the workout wasn't working there was a guy at the gym that was telling me okay you need to do this three times a week and then and then do this two times a week and then take a break during the weekend. So I tried that and it didn't work. I ended up hurting myself. I ended up hurting the the right side of my back or the upper right side of my back and there was a point where I couldn't breathe properly because my muscles was so agitated that it was preventing oxygen from getting into my lungs that I had to breathe, hyperventilate in order to breathe. It was tough, and I had to put an icy pack on, and it was it wouldn't go away for like two weeks, and it was really agitating. It was really hurting my walking. I couldn't get the mileage in because I was doing this guy's, I was doing what this guy told me to do, and I ended up hurting myself in the process. So I decided, like, okay, I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna make my own workout that works for me. I'll try this out, and if it works, I'm gonna stick with it. And so I found out that, okay, if I do cardio and then I stretch and then I do strength training four days a week and then the re- and then seven days a week I do cardio and I do my stretching, 
then I should be fine. And I'm feeling the benefits already. I'm feeling the benefits of the stretching. I'm feeling the benefits of doing the strength chaining. I'm gaining more lean mass than I embody. I'm gaining a little bit more. I, ha I still have more body fat than I have lean mass, but that's only by 2%. It can easily flip-flop just like that, or it can be 50-50 by tomorrow. That's what I'm hoping. By tomorrow, I hope to have 50% body fat and 50% lean mass, and then that just goes up and the body fat goes down. But I'm noticing that the success is there, and it's working. But I made the decision to go with that workout because it was working, and... I, I stopped listening to what other people are saying. That's the strength. Be comfortable with with your own thinking if it's the right way to do it. I And it, it, I'm seeing a lot of benefits from it because of it, and that's definitely a strength that I have. I'm sorry if I went on too long, but I need to, to tell all of you guys the importance of what it is to think for myself. Because if it wasn't, I would definitely be still crying on this podcast. And I'd be still be emotional trying to figure out what I'm trying to do. But now that I've figured out what I'm going to do, and then I stopped worrying. I stopped worrying about my ego. I stopped worrying about other people around me. It's gotten a lot better. It's gotten a lot easier. I'm enjoying things better. I'm a lot happier. I feel better. And people are so proud of me. People are actually jealous. So many people are actually envious. Like I tell people my workout stuff all the time and they're like I'm so envious and I'm so jealous that you can do this and I say well why can't you do it and then they tell me their schedule and I'm like wow and I and, and I and I tell them my schedule I'm like oh my god this is so balanced and it's so good and I'm envious I really want this and I said you'll get it someday if you if you want it and they said yeah I want it and I will get there eventually so I know my friends and the people that are closest to me want that for me, but they also want it for themselves, and then when we both have it, then we feel great. But one day at a time, people, one day at a time. All right, so let me talk about what's been going on with my the working out. Should have said it at the beginning, but I'll just wait now to tell you guys. I basically, sorry if you hear a guy um, cutting the grass. It's early in the morning that I'm recording this, so they're just now deciding to cut the lawn even though it's raining. I don't know why they're trying to cut the lawn when it's raining outside. But, hey, they're trying to get their money somehow. So I'll try to get this through this quickly so you're not having to hear it. I increased my walking stride by about 113%. It's taken me a lot longer now to get the five miles than it used to take me 12,000 steps. Now it's taking me about 13,500 steps to get to it. That's pretty big. I increased my stride because of the stretching I was doing. I feel like my spine's a lot longer. I feel like my legs are finally getting not longer, but they're actually more stressed out, so they're not always locked in. They're not so um, they're not so tight, and so I'm seeing a difference. And the fact that I'm now striding a lot means I'm getting I'm getting I'm moving a lot faster. So it means I have to do a lot more, but that's okay. And I also noticed that when I sleep, I don't have to get up to go to the bathroom as much because I'm doing a lot of hip exercises. I'm stretching out my hips a lot, and the muscles are getting stronger, and they're they're not as weak anymore, so they can handle. So my so my bladder can actually handle, you know, not having to constantly, you know, say, "Hey, you need to go to the bathroom. You need to go to the bathroom." Even though when I drink the same amount of water every day, it's not telling me, "Hey, you got to get up to go do this." So that's good. And that means that I get more hours of sleep that way. I'm still trying to get through the idea. I'm still trying to get through one by sleeping. 
of waking up so like I'm only I only woke up like once last night. Usually I wake up two to three times a night. So I'm thankful it's only gone down to one, but I'm trying to get it down to none or at least to a point where I know people wake up during the middle of the night, but it's like so rapid and fast, like it lasts for like two seconds and then you go back to sleep. Like I, I've noticed, I've, I've read something about that where people wake up for like two seconds and then they go right back to sleep. And because it was so rapid, fast, our brains don't calculate that as we were being awake and we don't remember it. We remember the long ones, but not the short ones. So I'm trying to prevent that from happening. And the way, best way to do it is to keep losing weight. I find out the more I lose weight, the better I sleep. And it's not, that, it's not because of the, the fact that I'm taking medication. It's not any of that. It's I have to focus on that. And it's true. That's why I'm doing it. And I'm very thankful for it. All right, guys. So this next episode that I'm going to be doing is about being engaging and being adaptable. And I'll talk more about that tomorrow. But for right now, I want to thank everybody for listening to this. This was a pretty long one, but this one really resonated a lot. And I will catch you guys tomorrow. If you want to, in the meantime, check out my Instagram, Dini Truths. The link is in the description box as long as my Twitter page, my Facebook page. Um, I got, I'm going to be starting YouTube pretty soon. I mean, I already have a, I already have my two strength episodes already up on YouTube. But one day I will be confident enough where I can turn on the camera and actually not be so nervous being in front of a camera. And I will show you guys exactly what my journey is like, and you'll get to see how I look every day. <laughs> if you like the if you like the video aspect of it, but I will I will definitely let people know about that eventually. All of my podcasting links are in the description box as well. If you happen to be on Apple Podcasts, leave me as many stars as you want. I prefer it if you rate this show very highly, and if you like the and if you like if you like it, and if you want to leave a review, by all means do so. I'd love to hear what you have to say. If you're on Anchor, leave me a voice message. I'd love to hear what you guys think. Spotify is also one of my big platforms that everybody's going to because since Anchor has been bought out by Spotify, we're going to have a lot better opportunities to get to increase our art form because of it guys i will see you tomorrow and until then enjoy the rest of your day whatever time of the day you're listening the morning the afternoon the evening enjoy yourselves have a good rest of your day arrivederci i'll see you tomorrow